0: Chapter 13 of Travel Stories retold from St. Nicholas by Various, this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 13 Dutch Cheeses by H. M. Smith Among the daintiest and best of the numerous kinds of foreign and domestic cheeses that may be bought in nearly every American city and town are the small round cheeses with red or yellow coats which come to our markets from Holland. The ancient town of Edom, on the shore of the Zyder Zee has given its name to this product, and almost everywhere in America we ask for Edom cheese when we want this particular kind. But while Edom produces Edom cheese, this sleepy little town long ago ceased to hold a high place in the cheese world, and neighboring towns now monopolize the trade of this article, which holds a leading place in the farm products of Holland. The most extensive and celebrated of the cheese markets is that of Alkmaar, which has the commercial advantage of being located on a railroad as well as on the North Holland Canal. Every visitor to the Netherlands should arrange to spend at least one day at Alkmaar, easily reached from Amsterdam or Harlem. In Dutch history, Alkmaar is celebrated for its successful defence when besieged by the Spaniards in 1573, but in modern times it has been noted for its cheese trade, which is now its principal attraction. The market is held every Friday, but in order to observe all of its features, a visitor should go to Alkmaar the day before and see the preliminary preparations. The marketplace is a large stone-paved space in the open air, with business houses on three sides, a canal on the fourth, and a way house at one end. During Thursday the dairymen from the surrounding country arrive with their families and their cheeses, coming in carts, wagons, and canal boats, and by the afternoon of that day there is a great bustle which continues far into the evening throughout the night bands of young peasants both men and women parade the streets of alkmaar singing and skylarking and cheese carts continue to arrive and clatter along the stony streets so that little sleep is possible for the residents and visitors an essential part of the cheese market is the official weigh house which was built more than three centuries ago out of an already existing church Its shapely clock tower has moving figures of horsemen in a journey, and a beautiful set of chimes, one of whose airs is the well-known wedding march from Wagner's Lohengrin. In the main room on the ground floor are four huge balances, which, before the opening of the market, are carefully adjusted with much ceremony by an official in silk hat and frock coat. When the cheeses are on their way to market from the farms, they are handled with great care so as to prevent bruising or crushing, and whether in wagons or boats, they are arranged in layers separated by light boards as the wagons and boats arrive at the market-place spaces are assigned to them and the unloading begins the cheeses being arranged in regular square or oblong piles on pieces of canvas with narrow walks between The size of the piles depends on the number of cheeses the individual farmers have to dispose of, but usually the piles are 8 to 10 cheeses wide, 30 to 50 long, and always two layers deep. At the market attended by the writer, the largest pile contained 900 cheeses. The unloading of the wagons and boats is one of the most interesting sights of the market. Standing in a wagon or boat, one man takes a cheese in each hand and throws them to another man, sitting or kneeling on the ground, who arranges the cheeses in regular piles. Long practice has made the farmers very skillful in tossing and catching. The cheeses go through the air in pairs as though tied together, and may be thrown as far as thirty feet. During very active times, the yellow balls are flying thickly in all directions. As soon as a farmer has arranged his stock of cheeses, he covers the piles with canvas and often also with rush mats, grass or straw, in order to protect them from sun or rain and to prevent the drying of the surface. Before the sale, the vendors liberally anoint the cheeses with oil to make them look fresh and inviting. Shortly before 10 o'clock, a large number of aged porters meet in a room of the house and soon emerge dressed in scrupulously clean white trousers and shirts, with black slippers and straw hats. The hats are of blue, green, yellow, red, or other bright colours, with ribbons of the same shade hanging down behind, and the men wearing the same colours work together in pairs. Promptly, as the clock in the wayhouse tower strikes the hour of ten, the cheese market formally opens. The covers are removed from the piles of cheeses, and the whole marketplace literally bursts into bloom. Sales are preceded by much bargaining, and the cheeses are felt, smelled, and tasted. When a price is agreed upon for a particular lot, the buyer and the seller clasp hands, and then, the half-hour having struck, the porters begin their labours, which consist in carrying to the wayhouse loads of cheeses on sled-like trays suspended from their shoulders by long straps, receiving a cheque from the master of the scales, and returning their certified fare to the owners, who thus have a basis for determining the aggregate weight and value of each lot sold. So rapidly do the selling and weighing proceed that by eleven o'clock the market is virtually over. Then the cheeses are removed to the warehouses of the purchasing merchants, the farmers depart in their boats and wagons, and when the grand noonday burst of the chimes comes, the Alkmaar cheese market exists only as a memory. End of chapter 13